Greg and Dan, show at WMPD. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio. I'm here in the UffDrinkChevy.com studios. Danny's at satellite location that we call the Flying D Ranch. Ambrose McCall is our go-to attorney friend who tries to make sense of this world that we live in with social media and laws and liability and all these things. Danny, set us up. Well, I, 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 it's legalese, so to me it's like math. But there are four different cases that are going to go before the Supreme Court. One of them involves the infamous, Greg, Section 230. Oh, Section 230. Yeah. Yeah. What is that, Ambrose? Section 230, uh, specifically in uh, subdivision C1, for those who are uh, into this topic, states that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. And what that means is that the intermediaries of the social media world, whether it's uh, Google through YouTube or Facebook or Reddit or other uh, service providers, Mm -hmm. that when users of their sites put something on there, you can't sue the social media platform for defamation, libel, things of that sort. The reason these cases are in front of the U.S. Supreme Court now is that claims have been made against Twitter and Google through YouTube under the Anti-Terrorism Act. And that's what led to initially uh, the case against Google being dismissed, the dismissal being affirmed on the Ninth Circuit, but raising some strange issues that require the Supreme Court to address a number of issues. And I like to look at this case as a divide between the conservatives, Justice Thomas on one side, and the followers of Justice Scalia on the other. Very interesting. So so who is there a... Is there a who has horses in this race besides the big providers? Every user of um, these social media platforms have uh, a dog in this race. Every content moderator, Reddit has hundreds of thousands of people who run their uh, subreddit groups, mm-hmm. and it's actually people who moderate those. And they Reddit filed a brief saying, look, you're going to make all our 100,000 moderators uh, subject to all kinds of lawsuits sure, to change yeah. this, uh, even if it's just a, a dog show uh, site and somebody doesn't like what somebody said sure. about somebody's bulldog. Yeah. So hey, currently, you know, currently yeah. those 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 people are protected. This could ruin that protection. Yeah, because what, what, whose definition of terrorism is it? Right wing domestic terrorism? Is it foreign terrorism? Is it just an opinion you don't, you don't like? Well, there's there's that, and, and what's interesting is that, unfortunately, for the social media companies, this is the first time some in the liberal side of Congress and some on the conservative side of Congress both want to take action with respect to the social media platforms for different reasons and different motivations. We also have coming up to the court uh, cases that will likely involve uh, Texas and Florida's laws at some point trying to punish the social media platforms for removing certain political speech and goodness knows, can California and New York be far behind? So all all these different forces are coming to play. But Congress hasn't changed the statutory immunity. So what's interesting for the tech heads is that the uh, Anti-Terrorism Act plaintiffs have come up with a new theory that Reddit and others are going after hard. Their new theory is, well, because the people who followed ISIS had a cue saying, oh, you like this video? Well, here's another video you like that the social media platform recommended it through an algorithm. 
what's come out in the briefing in the cases is that the recommendation is not much more often, not always often, than a URL or a website address, a uniform resource locator uh, being posted. So what the court is going to hear is, really, Your Honors, uh, Justices, do you want uh, online content providers to be liable for search results, for just giving a URL site in response to a search? Somebody could be doing academic research mm-hmm. about a terrorism group. Or, or, or I'll, I'll admit to you, full disclosure, I get nervous sometimes of the things that I look up for the to do this show. If you went through the Internet search history of the Greg and Dan show over the last 18 years, you'd see some stuff in there like, what are, those, what are those guys doing? Seriously, I mean, but we're doing it because we need to have a background on something. By the way, just a sidebar, Danny, uh, when uh, Ambrose said uh, what URL stood for a moment ago, half of our listeners went, oh, wow, I didn't know that's what that was. I didn't either. I couldn't remember it. That is so funny. Well, so, you may, okay. Go ahead, Danny. Go. You. you mentioned Justice Scalia, who was a DOA. The Constitution's DOA. It's written the way it is written, and that's it. How do you think he would have ruled on this? If you follow Justice Scalia's writings, he would look at what Congress wrote as a very strong immunity and say, you can't ask me to change it. This is not a constitutional issue. You go back to Congress and have congressional rulings to maybe address some of the concerns of parents given uh, uh, teenagers uh, being subjected to uh, various sites and maybe talk about certain kinds of controls. But don't look to me as a judge to vote to change this. Justice Thomas, however, um, seems to have very strong opinions about, uh, and maybe it's because he's been the brunt, uh, in all candor, of some probably uh, uh, fair and unfair uh, postings on social media sites. So he has very strong feelings about it. I I don't think he's the only justice who feels that way, unfortunately. So we're going to see after this hearing occurs on February 21st. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, do you think, would that be a a one-day hearing? Is that typically how those go, or do they stretch out? That's a great question, because there's more than one case. We have the Twitter case, too. And as the arguments develop, this is one of those rare cases where they actually could say from the bench, come on back in a week or two where we want another issue addressed. Uh, but it will start on the 21st of this month. After that, uh, we're all waiting to see. Yeah, and then now, the deliberation and all. Yeah. Are the ramifications of this huge as far as culpability? Yes, uh, because anyone who thinks there won't be trolls monitoring the Internet if Section 230 is, is uh, uh, removed as an immunity to sue people, not just Reddit, think of Wikipedia, uh, every celebrity who doesn't like something posted about them on, on Wikipedia would send a subpoena saying, who put uh, that sentence about me uh, that's no, not true? It'll be insane. No, it'll be, it'll be an avalanche of problems, an avalanche of problems. I even worry about us. We don't do a lot of stuff, but we put stuff on, on social media a little bit, but it wouldn't take much for us to say the wrong thing or post the wrong thing and somebody have a problem with it and then go to town. Well, you know, and I brought and then we got to hire you. If there's an <laughs> Alex Jones who's absolutely saying something that everybody and even he knows is not true, and he starts stirring up trouble and possible violence, is there culpability there? But then again, it, it's a judgment call. So across the board, um, are you responsible for your speech? Well, Alex Jones is certainly held responsible yeah, for his yeah, speech. Yeah, yeah he, very he, expensively. He had a big tab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Can I ask a question about that real quick? Uh, when, when, but when that some, was civilly. I'm just thinking criminally, but go ahead. But when somebody is given a, a big tab like that, because it's millions and millions of dollars, which I assume, just from reading, he does not really have, at least not readily available, unless I'm being misled on that. But let's say, let's, let's pretend he does not have that. How does that then play out? Does that just hang over your head for the rest of your life? I suspect that Alex Jones may not have Alex Jones may not have hundreds of millions of dollars, but yeah. there are a lot of reports saying he definitely has tens of millions of dollars so, because of the advertising so he did in some of his books. Yeah, so they'll they'll take what they can. Is that how that works? The court yes. takes what they can. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's good to see. Uh, there's uh, so many things going on in our world these days, just spinning by so quickly. It is hard to keep up on all of them, uh, whether it's this Section 230 or Chinese spy balloons floating around Montana. Dude, look at the world we're living in. It's crazy, man. But it's great to have you in studio. We haven't seen you in person for a long time. Uh, so thanks for coming in and explaining it. Keep us posted, will you? Well, do. It's been great to be here. Great to see you both.